What a joyful day it is for us today as we celebrate the foundation day of the CEC. 30 years ago, na nag-umpisa yung CEC, naging kabahagi tayo sa work na yan. And uh, talking about the work of the church, we reflect so much of what is being done in the kingdom of God. What we do in church is reflective of the work that is being done in the kingdom of God. And today, as we celebrate our foundation day, we highlight that with our giving of our foundation offering. Ano tong foundation offering na binibigay natin? Well, remember, the church is involved in mission. Okay? Wag na natin kalimutan yan. The church is on a mission. And our mission is to bring the gospel into the world. Specifically for the CEC, our mission is not just to preach with our mouth, but to make visible. Okay? To make it evident yung nakikita talaga yung gospel sa buhay natin. We make visible the void, the emptiness. Maraming nagsasabi na God is love. Saan yan? Saan mo makikita God is love? It is seen in the life of God's people. We don't just preach it, we don't just say it, but we manifest it, we make it visible as we live out the love of God. Yan ang mission natin as a church. Amen? And so, we know that missionary work is very expensive also. Amen? The gospel is free but the means to bring the gospel out to the world is very expensive. Kaya, we do not expect the world to finance the work of the kingdom of God. Sino ang magpa-finance ng work of the kingdom? It is God's people. It is God's people who belong to the kingdom of God that will finance it. That's why meron tayong dalawang missionary offering na binibigay. The other one is every November 1 nagbibigay tayo ng uh, funds, no? For mission funds. And itong CEC Foundation Offering, this is also for mission. Okay? Anong difference? The difference is yung funds natin sa CEC Foundation Day that is being used for church uh, places, mission places, where there is already a CEC church existing. Tinutulong yan, no? that funds is being used for churches of the CEC na maka-acquire ng lupa. Okay? Amen? We use that funds to also finance the building. Okay? The construction of the church building. Diyan kinukuha yan sa ating foundation offering. The other one is November 1, nagbibigay tayo for mission offering. That is being used, the funds there is being used in missionary works in places na wala pang CEC Church. Okay? We use that to finance, to start a work in places around the world na wala pang CEC. So, lahat ng funds na to na binibigay natin, this is all for the mission. And having said that, okay, the church is really called to do a mission work. Yan ang trabaho natin. Yan ang purpose bakit tayo nandito ngayon, no? The work of the kingdom is seen in the work that the church is doing in the world today. Now, there is 
one thing that I would like you to remember uh, today, it's this. The work of the kingdom is so important that we need to give utmost attention to it. That's number one. It is also so urgent that we need to give immediate response to it. So, dalawa yan. The work of the kingdom of God, the work that you and I are involved in today as part of the church, okay? Number one, it is very important. Now, for some people, it may not seem important. Kung titingnan mo yung trabaho ng simbahan, trabaho natin sa church, you know, it may not seem important. You look at the ushers every Sunday, nandyan sila sa, sa door, and some of us don't even notice them, nandyan pala sila sa pinto. How many of you greet the ushers every day pagpasok nyo? Good morning. Wala, no? Bigay na lang ng customary. Thank you. Hindi mo nga tinignan ng muka, ang gandang-ganda ng mga ushers natin, usherettes. Okay? Uh, their work may seem not important, but believe me, everything that is assigned to us, everything in the work of the kingdom is very important to God. Amen? Walang maliit na bagay pagdating sa Diyos. Especially the work that He has assigned to each and every one of us in the church that is so important to God. It may not be important in the eyes of people, but to God, it is very important. Amen? The second thing, and ito, hindi tayo conscious nito masyado. We're conscious of the work as important, but sometimes we are not aware that our work in the kingdom of God is also very urgent. Amen? It's also urgent. And so, we need to give immediate response to it. Remember, Tandaan natin, ang buhay natin dito sa mundo may hangganan. Okay? Amen? Time is ticking. The moment you are born on earth, nag-umpisa na ang countdown ng buhay mo. Okay? And sometimes, people may think, na, no, we have a lifetime to fulfill our work. But sometimes, yung lifetime na yan, iniisip mo, 100 years or 150 years, minsan yung lifetime na yan, maiksi lang. Okay? So when it comes to the kingdom of God, the work of the kingdom of God, we don't have the luxury of time. Amen? It is very urgent, and we will see this in the gospel today, how urgent it is that we do it immediately. Okay, when God calls us to do a work, wag nyo nang i-delay, wag nyo patagalin, respond kaagad. Amen? So the work is important, very important, so we have to give close attention. Important, pay attention to that work. It's so urgent, we need to respond to it immediately. Wag mag-delay. Okay? Now, we'll, let's look at the gospel today. And we will see this in the life of the Lord, no? To mga bagay na to. So the first thing I would like us to understand, the work of the kingdom is so important that Jesus focused on it, not allowing His emotions to distract Him from His purpose. Tandaan natin yan. Even the Lord Himself, you know, 
He is so focused on his work. Why? Because he knows how important the work of the kingdom is. And let's look at the gospel today. Sinasabi dito on the first part, Now it came to pass when the time had come for him to be received up that he steadfastly set his face to go to Jerusalem. The time has come for him to be received up. The time has come for him to go to the cross. Remember, wala nang oras. Okay? You're talking about days. Araw na lang. And so Jesus, sabi dito, He set His face, He set His mind and focused His mind to go to Jerusalem to fulfill what He has come to fulfill on earth. Wala na siyang iniisip na iba. Yun na. Okay? It's very important that you pay attention to your purpose and to the work that God has given to you. Now, on the way, nung papunta sila doon, you know, mahaba pa yung road, mahaba pa yung daan. They have to travel how many days before they would reach Jerusalem. And so when they came to a village, imbis na umikot sila to avoid a Samaritan village, they went through that village. Okay? Now, remember, the Samaritans and the Jews, they don't like each other. Magkaaway ang mga yan. Okay? So when Jesus was going to Jerusalem at that time, He passed through a Samaritan village and He intended to stay for the night. Magpapahinga. Doon sila magpapalik. Lipas ng gabi. However, they, there was a problem. When they arrived in, in Samaria, in that particular town, the people did not receive Him. And the only reason na sinabi sa Bible, bakit hindi siya tinanggap? Because his face was set to go to Jerusalem. Yan ang ayaw ng mga Samaritans. Because the Samaritans believe that they can worship God anywhere they want. The Samaritans believe that they can worship God on top of this particular mountain. The Jews believe that to worship God, you have to go to Jerusalem. Diyan kaagad hindi na sila nagkakatugma. So the Samaritans thought that Jesus was there and you know, Jesus would adjust to their culture, Jesus would adjust to their faith, but then they realized Jesus was really going to Jerusalem and so no offense sila and they did not receive Jesus. There was a cultural and religious barrier that you know, they did not receive Christ. And so nung hindi siya tinanggap, the apostles, the disciples of Jesus were so offended they were so offended na pinuntahan nila si Jesus. Sabi niya, Jesus, can we call fire from heaven? Sunugin na lang itong mga tao na to. Binastos ka dito ah. Let us call fire from heaven and burn these people. And the Lord said, you do not know what kind of spirit you have. Okay? And take note what Christ said to them, I have come to save the lives of men not to destroy lives. He was focused on his purpose. Kahit na binabastos siya, kahit na hindi siya tinatanggap, he did not allow his emotions to so, kawawa naman ako, binastos ako. He did not allow that to distract him because the work is so important. And sa anong ginawa niya? Sabi niya, let's move to the next village. Doon tayo magpahinga sa sunod. Kung saan tayo tatanggapin, let's rest there. You understand what I'm saying? Okay? 
Christ was focused on the work that He has come to accomplish. He did not allow His emotions. Many years ago, we went to a place, kasama ko si Primate, and when we got there, I was expecting that in that place, uh, the ministers there, the workers there would, would respect him and receive him as he is respected in St. Michael's. Pagdating ko doon, nagmimisa yung bishop natin, and uh, pagkatapos ng misa, nakita ko siya, pawis na pawis, wala man lang nagbihis sa kanya. Wala man lang nagkuha ng electric fan at bigyan siya ng electric fan. And he was standing alone. Lahat nakaupo, nandun siya sa sacristy, nakatayo siya, suot pa niya yung, yung cope niya. So when I got there, I was so angry. Sabi ko, wala nagbigay ng upuan sa'yo. So I was angry with the people there, you know? I was ready to call fire from heaven. Hindi naman. Not really. But I was offended. And yung bishop natin, tinitingnan ko yung bishop natin, if he is offended, wala, nakasmile lang siya. Sabi ko, bishop, wala nagbihis sa'yo. Sa St. Michael, hindi to pwede. Paglabas mo pa lang sa, sa altar area, pagpasok mo sa sakristi, ang dami nang nakapila, nagtatanggal ng cope mo, tinatanggal yung stole mo. You know, that's how we love him, that's how we respect him here. But in that particular place, hindi siya pinapansin. No one is helping him. No one even offered a seat for him na umupo muna siya, magpahinga muna siya. Wala talaga. And I was so mad. And I could, I could identify, I could understand why the disciples were so angry when Jesus was not received in that particular town. They were so angry that they are now calling the fire of heaven to burn the people, but not Jesus. Why? Because He is focused on His work. I'm not here to destroy men's lives, but to save them. Okay? And that's a lesson for us na minsan sa trabaho natin, hindi tayo tinatanggap, we are not honored, but let us not allow our emotions to control us. We are people after God's own heart. Ganyan si Lord eh. Pag hindi siya tinanggap, binasto siya, He does not retaliate and destroy us. He does not do that. Why? He is the God of love. Amen. He would even extend His mercy and grace to those who detract from Him, to those who oppose Him. Amen. So that is one of the things we have to see that the work of the kingdom of God is very important. Let us not allow our emotions, our personal grievances, our pride and ego to deter us from doing the work of the kingdom. Alam natin, importanteng trabaho, pero minsan, na-hurt ako sa sinabi ng leader ko eh. I was so hurt. You know? Hindi ko nagagawin to. Bahala sila dyan. Tingnan ko kung makaya nilang gawin yan. Hindi ko gagawin yan. You know? You are so hurt. You have your personal grievances. Akalain mo, ako ang naglinis ng buong simbahan, wala man lang leader na nag-thank you sa akin? Ano akala nila dito? Utos-utosan lang ako? Hoy, professional ako ha? Volunteer lang ako dito sa church. You know, we, we, we get so proud, you know, of, of the things that we're doing. And we, we, because of that, we, we, we think that we're entitled to some benefits. Okay? Yung, yung entitlement 
You know? Ay, malaki ako mag-tight sa church na to. Dapat yung upuan ko, special, kagaya ng upuan ng bishop. You know? That spirit of entitlement. We allow these personal grievances, our pride, our ego, to sometimes deter us and prevent us from doing what is most important and that is the work that God has given to you. There is no small matter to God. You may be assigned na maglinis lang ng sahig. You may be assigned as kakanta ka lang sa church. Yun lang yung assignment mo. That is a small matter to some people but not to God. Believe me, to God, your work is very important. Importante yan. And God values it so much when we faithfully do it Amen? You do not know the kind of spirit you have, yun ang sabi ni Jesus sa kanila. When the disciples were offended, yun ang sabi na, let's call fire and destroy these people. Mga bastos tong mga tao na to eh. And then you, let's, let's destroy them. And Jesus told them, you do not know the kind of spirit you have. When we do the work of God, it is very important that we have the, say, the right attitude in doing it. You know, in the doing the work of God, attitude is everything. Importante tala yung attitude natin. Hindi yung ginawa mo lang. The question is, bakit mo ginawa? Why did you do it? Okay? It's not about able to do it. It's about why we do it. We do it because we love Jesus. That is what matters to God so much. It's not what you've done, it's why you have done it. Bakit mo ginawa yan? Bakit maaga kang nagising ngayon? Bakit nandito ka ngayon to worship God? Why? Because I love Jesus. I want to be with Jesus. That matters to God so much. Amen? We should understand that attitude is very important in doing the work of the kingdom. Having the wrong attitude will disqualify us in doing God's work. Tandaan natin yan. Kaya when the disciples were saying, you know, let's burn these people, let's call fire from heaven, they think they're doing a good work for the kingdom of God. And Jesus said, reminded them, that's a bad attitude you have. You do not know what kind of spirit you have. You know, when we're doing the work of God in the church, be careful that we do not murmur. Di tayo nagre-reklamo. Sabi nga nila sa military, when you when you are involved in military work, anong sinasabi doon? Obey first, complain later. Oh. ba? Sumunod ka muna, mamaya ka na mag-complain. Yan ang sa military. In the kingdom of God, obey first and never complain. Mas matindi yan. Okay? Because that spirit is not of God. A murmuring and grumbling spirit is not of God. It's a bad attitude. Ako na lang palagi. Kahapon ako namang inassign dito. Ngayon ako pa rin. Bakit yung iba? Bakit hindi inassign? Porket ba't mayaman sila? Pobre lang ako. Ako na lang palagi. You know? You murmur, you grumble. That's a wrong attitude. Be careful with that kind of spirit. Why? Because it can disqualify you in doing what God wants you to do. Alam nyo, ano, alam nyo yung ibig sabihin ng disqualified? You know, to be disqualified means that God would say, Anak, anak, umalis ka dyan. Dito ka na sa heaven. Magpahinga ka na lang. You are so difficult to handle. I cannot use you on earth. 
that's being disqualified. Okay? Now, we don't want to be disqualified. I only have a moment in my life here on earth. Saglit lang yung buhay natin sa mundo. And this is our time to do what matters most in our life. The work of the kingdom. And madidisqualify ka pa dahil mali ang attitude mo. Sayang naman. Sayang naman yung pagpunta mo sa mundo at hindi mo naman magagawa yung purpose bakit nandito ka sa mundo. Okay? We don't want to be disqualified but our attitude in doing the work that God has given us will disqualify us if we don't have the right attitude. Amen? Example. Tandaan natin yung work natin in the church and even in worship. You know, the, the word liturgy comes from a Greek word, liturgia, means the work of the people. While we are worshiping God, we're actually working. Amen? Pag sinabing, please sit, sit down, please stand, tayo, please kneel, luhod tayo, it's work. Pag sinabi ng pari, the Lord be with you, sumagot kayo, and also with you, that is work. Amen? Even our worship of God is work. Okay? And the work is very personal. Tandaan nyo yan. The work that God has given to you is a personal thing. Okay? But not individual. Always remember this. We cannot fulfill the work of God individually. We have to fulfill the work of God together. Amen? as a community, as a family, yan lang yung paraan ma-fulfill natin yung trabaho ng Diyos. The work of God is personal, yes. It meant to me personally. May meaning talaga sa akin yan. Itong gagawin ko ngayon that I will be sharing the word, it's something personal for me. To be able to lift the bread today in the presence of God, to see that transform from bread into the body of Christ, that is my work today. It's very personal to me. But it's not me individually. Hindi ko yan kaya pag ako lang isa dito, wala akong kasamang nagsisimba. We need, all of us need to be here. Amen? We need to work together. Eh, minsan ayaw natin eh. Hindi ko gusto kasama si ganito. Hindi ko gusto kasama yan. Hindi ko gusto yan. Mayabang yan. Masungit yan. You know, you don't want to work with other people. We cannot fulfill the work of the kingdom. Amen? Amen? It's personal, but it's not individual. We have to work together. We need to foster a team spirit. Hindi pwede yung walang pakialam ako sa'yo. Bahala ka dyan. Basta ako nagsisimba kay Lord. No, no, no. Dapat lahat tayo nagsisimba. And we come here, we need to be prepared. All of us. Okay? Develop a team spirit. Develop a community spirit. Okay? To do the work of God, we need each other. We need to work together. Okay? Nandyan yung mga deacons natin, ang mga acolytes natin. Everyone has a specific work. No work is little. Everything is important to God. The singers are here. They practice all week para kumanta. Okay? And they're here to sing. Yan ang trabaho nila. Hindi na sila sumasama sa altar. Trabaho na ng mga deacon yan. And the lady, the faithful, 
Nandiyan kayo nakaupo. You're part of the work. Without you coming to church today, we cannot do this. Amen? We have to work together as a community in order to fulfill a very important work of God in our personal life. Amen? Now, the second thing I would like you to understand is that the work of the kingdom is not only important, it is also urgent. And we cannot afford delays. We have to respond immediately to the call of God to take part in the work. Okay? So, Father Father John, pag tinawagan ni Lord, jump ka agad. Diba, sabi sa Bible, count the cost, magplano ka rin. Yeah, yeah. I believe in counting the cost. Kaya merong mga tao na in-invite ko sa church, sabi ko, tulungan niyo ang church, pwede ka bang tumulong? Pagpipray ko, Father, good. You need to pray about it. Father, I need to listen to the Lord. You know, I have to count the cost first and pray. Okay, sige. One month na, hindi pa nagpipray pa rin. Magdadalawang buwan na tinatanong ko, okay, so anong sinasabi ni Lord? Wala eh. Nagpipray ka ba? Hindi pa eh, busy. You know? Okay? Amen? When God invites you to work, when God gives you an assignment to do in His kingdom, it's so important and it's urgent. Wag mong patagalin. You have to respond right away. Yes, I will count the cost. Yes, I will pray. Immediately, do it. Try to listen to God. Amen? Now, here in the gospel today, there are three hindrances. Why? Mabagal tayo mag-respond. Hindrances to, uh, to, to acting upon the call of God, to, to act upon the work that God has given you. There are three hindrances here. So I will read again from the gospel. Makikita natin. So after they were rejected in a Samaritan town, they proceeded to the next town. On the way, etong sinabi dito, on the way, a fellow came to Christ at sinabi niya, Lord, I will follow you wherever you go. Parang kanta yan ah. Di ba? I will follow you wherever you will go. A man approached Christ and sabi niya, I will follow you. Tignan nyo ha, I will. And that's in the future. Hindi niya sinasabi ngayon. Sabi niya, I will follow you. Okay, it's not present, but there is a desire to follow Jesus. Okay, there is a desire to, to, to follow Christ, but not immediately. Maybe next month or maybe someday. Okay. So sinabi niya, Lord, I will follow you wherever you go. And Jesus said to him, Foxes have holes, and birds of the air have nests, but the Son of Man has nowhere to lay his head. Some preachers would interpret this na dapat mahirap tayo. Dapat naghihirap tayo para sumunod kay Lord. You know, we have to be poor to follow Christ. It's not talking about poverty here. Pag sinabi ni Lord, the Son of Man has no place to lay His head down. Hindi niya sinasabi, hindi sinasabi ni Jesus na homeless siya. Okay? He's not saying na walang-wala talaga siya, wala siyang matirahan, 
Kaya yan yan, pag sinunod mo si Lord, magiging homeless ka rin. That's not what He is saying here. When that man came to Christ, sabi niya, I will follow you. Maybe he was inspired. Nakita niya ang saya-saya ng grupo nila. Ang saya-saya ni Jesus kasama yung 12. Siguro na-inspired siya. Ay, gusto ko yan. Gusto ko yung grupo na yan. Gusto ko sumali dyan. Now, Lord, I will follow you wherever you go. He was excited. He was enthusiastic. But this is what the Lord told him. To remind him of reality. Etong sinasabi niya, Foxes have holes. Birds have nests, but the Son of Man has nowhere to lay His head down. What He's saying is, you know, to follow me, it's not about living a life of convenience and comfort. Amen? Remember, I always say, Christianity is not a comfortable way of life. Kalain mo, awayin ka, papatawarin mo pa rin sila. Okay. For the world that is pangit yan, but that's how we should live. We do not curse. We bless those who curse us. Is that comfortable? No way. Amen. Sometimes napakahirap yan, but that is how we should live. Etong sinasabi ni Lord, the first hindrance, the first hindrance why we do not respond immediately to God. Why we do not respond immediately to do the work that God has given us is because of our attachment to comfort and convenience. Mahilig talaga tayo na talaga ang comfort natin, yan ang mangingibabaw. Okay? And convenience. I remember one time may umaten sa church. Pumunta siya for the first time he attended our church in Antique. She was so impressed by the mass. Ito sinabi niya pagkatapos ng misa. Sabi niya, Father, pag-retire ng husband ko next month, I will donate lahat ng upuan ninyo dito, kahoy na at may kneeling pew. I will spend for it and I will donate it to the church. Ang sabi ko sa kanya, magsimba ka lang muna. Yun lang. And then, Father, sisimba ako pero magdo-donate ako. Magdo-donate ako. Bibigay ako ng mga kahoy na upuan na may kneeling pew. You know, magkano yan? Mga 300,000? 500,000? When my husband retires next month, kukuha ko ng pera, I will give that to the church. Following Sunday, hindi siya nagsimba. Pagod siya sa haba ng misa natin. Following Sunday, hindi pa rin nagsimba. Until finally, hindi na nagsimba Hanggang ngayon, plastic ang upuan namin. Okay? Yung pangako na pako, you know? Why? Because, yan eh. We want to do the work when it is already convenient, no? I will give because I will have a retirement pay next month. Eh bakit hindi ka na magbigay ngayon? Give what you can give now. Why? Wait for a time that is comfortable. I want to be a blessing to the people of God. Hintayin ko muna dumating yung millions ko. Huwag mo nang tahin yun. Tagal pa yun. Start being a blessing now. Give what you can give. Give what is available. Give according to the ability that you have now. Do not wait for that 
moment that is comfortable and convenient for you. You know, Father, magsiserve ako sa church. Tatapusin ko lang yung work ko and you know, pag nakuha ko yung separation pay ko, I will serve in the church full time. 99% malamang hindi ka magsiserve sa church. Okay? You are waiting for a particular moment that is comfortable and convenient. Yan ang sinasabi ni Lord. I want to follow you. I will follow you, Lord. And Jesus said, not at your convenience and comfort. Don't do that. Okay? The second hindrance, wrong priorities. When you receive Christ into your life, para hindi maging mahirap masyado ang buhay natin, ayusin mo na kagad yung priorities mo. Pag nag-asawa, di ba? Pag nag-asawa, para maganda ang buhay, ang family life, dapat ilagay na sa isip ng lalaki, my priority now is my wife and my children. Lagay mo na sa isip mo yan. Pag hindi mo napasok sa isip mo yan, struggle yan. Kasi nandyan ang barkada, tatawagan ka pa rin. The lure of other things will be there and magsa-struggle ka. Why? Because you have not yet set what is important in your life. It's the same thing with Christ. Once you receive Jesus into your life, He is now the most important person in your life. And whatever He tells you to do, that is the most important thing in my life. Set it already. Why? Because that will be a hindrance. Okay? The second person that Jesus approached, itong sinabi niya dito, then he said to another, follow me. But he said, Lord, let me first go and bury my father. Tingnan nyo ha, the first one, the first man who approached Christ, siya mismo nag-volunteer. I will follow you, Lord. Wherever you go, I will follow you. Jesus did not even call him. He volunteered to follow. The second man, this person is very, very blessed. Tinawag siya ni Lord. The second person that Jesus met, ang sabi ni Lord sa kanya, follow me. There was an invitation from Christ to follow him. What a privilege it is to know that Jesus is calling you to be with Him and to work with Him. Malaking privilege yan. And this is what the man said when Jesus said to him, follow me, this is what he said to Jesus. Sabi niya, okay. Wa kita imaw nagbalibad. He did not say no. He said yes. But first, ito yung sinabi niya, but first, my condition ta. Okay? I said, but first, let me go and bury my father. My condition. Yes, I'm going to follow you, Lord, but first, I have something more important to do. Okay? And that's why nadidelay tayo mag-respond kay Lord. You know, in Luke 5, if you'll just read a few chapters, Luke 9 yung binabasa natin, you Luke 5, you will see the calling of Matthew. Not our Matthew. Saint Matthew. Nung tinawag siya ni Lord, you know what happened when the Lord called Matthew? Si Levi pa siya nun. His name was Levi. He became only Saint Matthew after the Lord called him. 
Jesus entered his office. Pumasok si Lord sa office niya. Ito lang sinabi ni Lord sa kanya. Follow me. You know what Matthew did? You know what Matthew did? He left everything behind. He stood up and followed Christ immediately. Walang delay. Immediate kagad. Why? Because he has set his priority. If I'm going to find God in my life, if one day I meet God in my life, I will, I will follow God. Ready na siya. This person, sabi niya kay Jesus, yes, I will follow you. His, the Lord was inviting him, follow me. Pero hindi siya kagaya ni Matthew, hindi kagad immediate. Okay? Sabi niya, I will follow you, but first, first, let me go and bury my dad. Ililibing ko muna yung tatay ko. You know, some people say, hindi pa patay yung tatay niya, dying. So, antayin pa niya mamatay. Siguro, may sakit. So, hindi pa namamatay eh. So, antayin ko lang. Pag namatay, maglalamay kami ng two months. Pagkatapos niyan, ililibing. After ng living, may 40 days, may 60 days of prayer, tapos may one year. Ay mong delay. And the work of God cannot wait for you. When God tells you to work for Him, it should be now. Amen? Hey, Father June, di ba, count the cost? Di ba, ipag-pray ko pa? Yes, pray now. Count the cost now. Sit down now and count the cost. What will it take for me to obey Jesus? Okay? Respond right away. Wrong priorities in life will hinder you from responding immediately. The King and the Kingdom of God should come first in our life. Seek ye first the Kingdom of God and His righteousness. Yan ang bili ng Diyos sa atin. Mauuna palagi ang kaharian ng Diyos at ang hari natin. Amen? The third thing, the third person, and another also said to him, Lord, I will follow you, but let me first go and bid them farewell who are at my house. Ito naman, iba rin to. Okay? Sabi niya, Lord, I will follow you. I will follow you wherever you go. I will do whatever you want me to do. But again, another condition. First, let me just go back to my family. Magpapadispedida lang ako. Alam mo yung mga Pilipino, di ba? Pag nagbababay tayong tagal ng babay na yan. Okay? I, I have a friend, umuwi siya from the States. After 10 years na sa Amerika, pag uwi niya, you know, party-party. Nung paalis na siya, may dispedida para sa kanya. Following day, may dispedida na naman. Following day, may dispedida na naman. Isang linggong dispedida. Nung nasa airport na siya, may kain muna. Nung nandun na sa airport, papasok na lang siya, may picture-picture pa. Pagpasok niya na sa PD party, lumabas pa ulit, picture again. Okay? Ang tagal. And Christ, this person was saying, I'm following you, Lord. I'm going to do what you want me to do, but first let me just go back and bid my family, my friends, goodbye. The third hindrance to acting immediately and responding immediately to the call of God in your life is the willingness to break ties. To break ties. Ties with people. 
ties with our past, you should be willing to break ties. To let go so we can follow Jesus, we are easily distracted by our relationships and attachment to other things. We have to be willing to let go. Okay? Meron akong kaibigan sa church and one time, we planned, sabi niya, lalabas tayong dalawa, let's relax, let's go someplace, we will drive with our motorcycle, aalis tayo, we will ride to the sky, you know, go to a mountain and pray and just be with ourselves. So sabi ko, that's a good idea. Sige, nakaplano na. So ready na yung baon namin, ready na yung mga gears namin, ready na yung mga gamit namin, magmumotor kami, and we will just have a wonderful day riding and riding to the sky. Then the following day, ready na kami, this person said, ay, meron pala akong outreach. Father, paano yan? Anong gagawin ko? Tawagan ko na lang yung leader mo. <laughs> Sabihin kong excuse ka. No, I did not do that. And I said, you have to do the outreach. Why? I'm being a good friend to him. I will not let my friendship hinder him from fulfilling the call of God in his life. If you are a good friend, you are not a hindrance to that person in growing up and being a successful person in life. Huwag kang maging hindrance. And as a person who is following Jesus, be ready to break ties with some people that are a hindrance to you. Now, do not be offended. Wag kang magalit. Don't call, fire heaven. Don't call fire from heaven to them. No. There are just days that you just have to say no. I remember yung story ng ni primate all his life, he has been dreaming na makapunta siya sa Disneyland. Pangarap niya yan. Okay? Pangarap niya talaga makita niya si Mickey Mouse personal. Okay? It was his childhood dream. He had an opportunity to go to the States. Nung paalis na siya sa America, ready to go to the States, the call of God for him to come to Kalibo came. Namili siya. And he decided to come to Kalibu and serve God. That opportunity to go to the States, nawala na yon. So iniisip niya, sabi niya, wala na akong chance makita si Mickey Mouse. Pero para kay Lord. After a few years, he became a priest, he became a bishop. Now an opportunity for him to go back to the States. Nagkaroon siya ng opportunity. Kaya pagbalik niya sa Amerika, the first time he went to the States, the opportunity to go to Disneyland was there. Some of his family came to him, sabi nila, Dick, alam namin gustong-gusto mo makitang Disneyland. We are bringing you to Disneyland tomorrow. Sabi niya, bakit tomorrow? Eh, Sunday eh. Rest day namin. Sabi ni Bishop, hindi ko rest day yan. Sunday I have to be in the church. Ha? Huh? Problema yan. Ay, minsan lang naman to mag-absent ka lang muna, kahit isang san, bishop ka naman eh. Yan ang sabi sa kanya, bishop ka naman eh. Alam naman ni Lord niyan. Mag-absent ka lang muna one Sunday and let's go to Disneyland. You know what the bishop said? Between Mickey Mouse and Jesus, I would rather see Jesus, not Mickey Mouse. 
again, another opportunity. He had the opportunity and he had to say no to his family. You know, sayang, sayang dick, sayang nga eh. At naghanap siya ng church kasi magsisimba siya. And you know, the church na pagsisimbahan niya, three hours away, ang layo pa ng church. So he had the reason, he have all the reasons, hindi na lang ako magsimba, layo din eh, Disneyland na lang. He did not make that an excuse. Hinanap pa rin niya yung church na yon, three hours, naghirap siya, then he went there and went to that. He missed the opportunity. Hanggang umuwi na lang siya sa Pilipinas, he was not able to visit Disneyland. Why? He had to break ties with things he likes and the people and friends, he had to break ties with them. All for the work of the kingdom. And we know the rest of the story. A few years later, an opportunity for him came to go to Disneyland. Hindi lang siya kasamang buong pamilya niya. All expenses paid. Why? Because you put God first. Okay? There is sacrifice. But you see, God looks at your heart. If there is one person who can see right through you, it's God. He knows the sacrifices you have to make. He understands very well how much you feel when you try to put Him first in your life. Naintindihan niya yan. But habang you're going through all of that, God is preparing something for you which you cannot imagine God would give you in your life. So those three things, remember that. Okay? Waiting for a convenient time and most comfortable time, don't do that. When God calls you, when there's an opportunity to do the work of the kingdom, don't wait for a convenient time. Do it exactly the time that God wants you to do it. Set your priorities right. Put God first now in your life. Learn to develop that attitude. God goes first whatever happens. And the third is willingness to break ties with people, with your past, with everything to fulfill God's work. Remember, the work of the kingdom is very important and it's also very urgent. Please stand.